Hey, you guys, you're listening to the Polini Perspective, the very first one of 2019. Patrick wanted to give you this note, though. After taping the podcast, President Trump last night made his argument from the Oval Office on why border security and the wall are critical to solve the illegal migrant crisis at the southern border. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer last night as well provided their response to the president, saying it was a manufactured crisis. At this point, it doesn't look like much has changed and the sides don't seem any closer to an agreement. Enjoy today's episode. We are back. It is our first one of 2019, the Polini Perspective. Patrick. I'm back. You're back. You're looking very tan. Very tan. You look very relaxed. I he am never relaxed. Really works. <laughs> Who's so that chiming why, in? Why, why do we have relaxed? someone chiming in? I, I jumped in before my introduction. Wow, Joe DeCipio. <laughs> okay. Joe, what's your title? You have like a, a legit serious well, I, title I here at Fox. My official title senior vice president legal and fcc compliance very official so what does that actually mean you have to watch us all do what make sure that you want people to stop listening now (laughs) is that it right what does it mean it means i spend most of my time trying to get the stations out of trouble oh okay oh i love that that's a good gig thank god you're here right for me patrick hates it because i watch the station all the time and i pick up the phone or text him and say what the hell are you doing so oh my god i I got a good time i got an email or a text 5.30 this morning. <laughs> well, it wasn't for trouble, but anyway. So so that's a lot of, a lot of the time. Is, well, you're great on this podcast. Well, you're kind. Thank you. you I'm t- trying to get a second career. I'm ready. Like it or not, here I come. I can always Moving use backup. Moving up in the world. Right? Always, you would be <laughs> right. awesome on Like It or Not. So I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. It would mostly be not. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on. I, You know. Good personality. Actually, have somebody who knows what they're talking about on that. Oh, yeah. wow! Can I, can I say that? You have a wow. face. You have a face have for a radio. Face, that's for sure. <laughs> There's no question about that. All right. I don't. We're off to that. a good start here. Don't. Do, Happy New Year, right? Happy Thanks. New Year. Yeah. I Are read. You? I read a book over the. To be more positive, and you've already ruined that <laughs> this morning. You did. <laughs> what is going on with you? Are you like okay? So you read a book over the holiday to be more positive. Yeah. What, was, what? See Dick run. John C. Gordon. No, no leadership management expert and um it was it was very inspirational okay what was your takeaway <clears throat> um in general yeah like what do you think like you could improve no, on are you but, reading the book and you're like yeah, oh no listen i think all kidding aside i think in today's society everything's negative like everyone's looking yeah. to rip somebody and it's about just Says managing said i have a face for radio i know right? i know See? so right? i need it I clearly didn't finish the book. <laughs> I don't even think you got. Sorry, we have a lot to talk cover, about. But anyway, we have so much to get to. Um, you know, we got to talk a little Golden Globes recap. I think the ratings actually weren't as bad as what we were anticipating. They were down, not by that much, like five percent. Eighteen million people still hold on. tuned in. That's massive. Hold on, hold on, slow down. Now. They had the Bears Eagles game okay. leading into the broadcast. One of the great highest game, rated, by the way. great game. One of the highest rated football games of the year, leading into the Golden Globes, without a commercial break. They went right to the Golden Globes, and they still lost five percent. Well, Re- award shows are over. My They're official dead. position: if it's not on Fox, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, all, Sarah, award shows are dead. Did you watch any of it? I watched the mon- opening monologue. It was the worst thing I've ever witnessed. I was actually embarrassed for them. I was, was embarrassed for them. It was kind of bad. It I was, mean, I did miss. It was Ricky cringeworthy. Gervais. Yeah, it was I, pretty bad. Joe, did you watch? I watched. I'm not a big award show. Yeah. As I, I look, I, I don't think. At, I listen. My view is, I don't make you come watch the lawyer awards. So why should I have to watch <laughs> your awards, right? Okay. I. Well, I you know what? The lawyer awards might be better than the. They lost me. I tried. I look. I tried. But try to stay hip with my kids, and I couldn't. I just wasn't interested. So basically care. what they said at the Golden Globes is if you can't rip Trump or the Republicans, then you can't rip your own people because they were the nice jokes. Like, what happened? What's the point of tuning what was, in? What happened 20 years ago? You do a couple political jokes, and you move on, and then you make some fun of other things that happen throughout society. Like, they're, they're comedians, they stop being comedians. Well, that's the scourge of social media, though, right? You yeah. can't, you can't, you get killed either way. It's unfortunate. It wasn't funny. Uh, the, uh, I, I agree, know, which is so. too bad because Andy Samberg right. is actually usually right. really funny, but I thought it was, as you said, Patrick, like super PG. It was. It was forced. It was. And awkward. none of the people that were anticipated to win won. So Stars Born really didn't win anything. Thank Black God. Panther won nothing. So Thank you didn't God. like Stars Born? Really? <laughs> 
Get Kevin on here. He'll start crying. Oh, start he'd, have a, he'd have a meltdown. <laughs> Kevin would have a meltdown. Kevin in tears. <laughs> he would, he'd be crying. Wow. Because I saw, right, he sat in the theater and cried for a half an hour after it was over there. That's because he didn't realize here. how bad it was. Uh, you just scored so. him out. <laughs> okay, poor Kevin. All right. It's true. This, he told the story on air. They, had to, they had to escort him out. Oh, and, of course, Kevin, yeah. everything... Kevin, this is, I love you, Kevin, but not everything is the greatest that happened in the last five minutes. So Kevin's always, he, he tweeted something about this is the greatest video montage in the history of film. Kevin, that happened three minutes ago. It's not the greatest. Stop. You're on a roll. Wow. You want to go through all the anchors. No, no, no. I, lo- no, I love Kevin. I really do. But he kills me because everything's the greatest, but it's only the greatest if it happened in the last 10 minutes. So... Right, I'm just saying. I love Kevin. Don't get me wrong. Joe, you're already. It was so great. You Joe's you're fu- kicking off 2019. <laughs> Joe's fired <laughs> up. Fired. Joe is fired up. Well, he got stuck in an elevator this morning. I got stuck and lost his credit card in one of the yes, it was parking not a, machines. Not a good so. start to my day. Have you? I have never been in an elevator where that it they lost power in the parking mm-hmm. garage elevator, no. pitch black, right, dead stop, and you're like, wait, I'm on. You don't even know which you're between parking five and four and how long am I going to sit here was not a good start. How did you, how did, did it just like. The, the power came back on, I don't know, it was two or three minutes probably, and the elevator slowly sank down to the P6. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going up the stairs. And then on the way out, the parking, you know, you have to pay for parking, it ate my credit card, so. Yeah. Damn, that's, that's the a rough And then start. he gets to come here and do a podcast with me. So, so now it's gotten, well, doing it with Sarah, it's gotten much better now. Yeah, so okay. my day is on the rush. Getting better. Um, so, okay, there was a little Golden Globes. We we kind of wanted to touch on that. Um, 18 does it mean million any, people, Does it though. mean anything for the Oscars? Does it matter? Um, does it mean people aren't going to watch? I don't know. I'm sort of with Patrick. I think award shows are down. I agree. I don't know. They're, They're tough. still... They're fun to watch for the fashion, although you can't really rip anyone anymore for their fashion choices. And it's like not considered any more politically correct to ask a woman, you know, what designer she's wearing. So it's it's it is becoming more it's becoming difficult to watch. I do have to say this is the first year after the monologues. I was like, I don't really care who wins because it, it is. It's I mean, not- on a positive note, in the light of trying to be positive, you're right. 18 million people watched, So it's still yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, they're down. They're down. They're down each year. Lowest since whatever date. It's still 18 million people. So from a from from a from standpoint, a there's still from a TV point of view, it's still a major event on broadcast television, even though none of the broadcast television stations want anything. Basically, well, that's right? been a problem for a lot. So of time it's all awards, you know right? FX. I mean, our own company did really well with FX yes. and 20th Television. Yes, but uh, Netflix and Amazon and so forth. So it's um, it's still a lot of people watching, but they have to figure this whole. Like yeah, you and I were show. talking about the White House Correspondence Center. They're not even going with a comedian this year. They're going with a, like a theolt. Um, oh yeah, what did they say? What's they he, were an doing? author or like yeah. a historian or something? Yeah. Have you ever been? Have you? Have I you have ever yeah. been. I have. I've I haven't been. been. It was uh, three or four times I've been. It's a. It's if you. Ha- it's fun to go once or twice. Beyond that, it's not fun. Right. It's it's a we. In two lives ago, we used to represent the White House Correspondents Association, so we got to go as part of the gig. It was a blast. Yeah, they used to have good parties, but they had that was in the period back where they in the had day. Great parties, and people actually got along. And but look, you can you can make an argument that that dinner has morphed into something. It was it's supposed to be a fundraiser for scholarships, right? And it turned into this sort of craziness. Yeah. and they're afraid of their shadow too. All right, well, let's move on because we have a ton to get yeah. to in regards let's go to, to good stuff now. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> to hear what you have to it. say. Government <laughs> shutdown, second longest in his, history since the 90s. Um, I, I mean, want you all to know that I was a government employee on the first, the current longest in history. I was actually. In 1995? In 1995, I was a, a young staff, well, not young, but I was a staff attorney at the FCC, fresh out of law school and <laughs> suffered, you know, went through that first. There were two. There was five days in mid-November and then the 21 days. Did you get your money back? We did get paid. Oh, so what are you worried about? Because at the time, I was making 37000 a year as a government lawyer. That was probably... Nah. Eh, I had to borrow there. money to pay my rent because I could, because we weren't, you know... And at the time, you didn't know whether you were going to get paid. They actually pay right? you more than that now? Wow. Not much, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> a few more dollars. Not nearly enough, though. But yeah, look, it's so I'm. I think we're going to blow past that, so I won't be able to claim I was. Do there. you really? Oh, sure. Because what are we at? We're at seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, days eighteen now, today, right? 
and I don't presidential address tonight, nine o'clock. You know, right? So he's the problem. Trump's problem is is he has backed himself into a corner. Right, first Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Apparently, that's not true anymore. Then he would proudly own the shutdown. So since he's claimed ownership, that doesn't leave a lot of room for him to negotiate or compromise, right? Because if he gives anything, then he lost. So this is sort of... I agree with you on both points. However, where I think it's starting to turn a little is the rationale that the Dems can't give him money for a border wall or security. Right, see, that's what it's not a border wall anymore. It's border no, security. A wall, whatever. whatever. God, wall, wall, wall. My point is plastic. What the, the only reason is. they're obstructing <laughs> on this is to pander to the progressive left. Well, period. Look, end of story. I, look, I don't disagree. It's, it's a it's a, it's minuscule in the overall trillion dollar budget. So, yes, $5 billion is nothing. That's true. So the fact that the government shut down over this is on is right. completely idiotic, right? It's not right. that much money. I was actually in preparation for coming here. I was reading some uh, opinion pieces. And, and in today's Wall Street Journal, there was a column talking about this exactly, that Trump has the most to lose. And, and the columnist quoted the, remember the old War of the Roses movie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the divorce attorney who was apparently played by Danny DeVito I had forgotten this the line was there's no winning here there's only degrees of losing yeah and that's I think where we are with this right there's only degrees of losing I think the Dems could actually compromise and move on uh, and maybe get something in exchange but they've been as vocal excuse me Pelosi's been as vocal there will be no right she said there will be no wall but I think she she has less to lose than Trump does but the problem for Trump, and at the moment Trump says he's going to own it, so it's still, I think it's, he is still carrying the burden of the shutdown. So what I heard a possible solution could be, which would be interesting is, and I don't know how this would work, but $5 billion, $3 billion, whatever number they negotiate goes into some sort of, it goes directly to the border security group or Homeland Security. It sits in a fund. And then they negotiate what it's going to be used for. Okay. But he could claim victory that at least he got the money. They could claim victory. There's no wall. And we could reopen the government and move on. But what about this? E- I, Joe, I, maybe you could speak to that better. And I could. I don't know exactly how that would work. Yeah. I mean, look, they, there's any number of ways they can solve it. And honestly, really, the wall is sort of foolishness, right? I read somewhere else somebody said a wall is a third century solution. That's right. We won't, You don't need a wall. You need technology like drone right. sensors, all that sort of stuff. And a wall doesn't... You've got how many miles on our southern border? 2,000 plus I, miles? I agree with that. But you yes, also have to... Boring. Stop this agreeing is, with me. Well, see how okay, far, no. See how far he's moved in no. 2018? He's, he's, it's going to be That book like, changed his life. That's right. It's the Decipio <laughs> perspective. The now. Just come on. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem, though, is that A, he campaigned on it, and B, his base wants it, and C, the Dems have zero immigration policy right now. They're so lost on immigration right now. They're going to visit, they're going to visit stations where a, a, a kid, a, you know, a migrant boy, sad dies right. probably because of the trek to get there yet you have you know border agents getting shot california what woman border agents getting shot stop you do where who no i'm talking about over over years oh, right wait so, a minute rocks over thrown. a year okay rocks thrown stop with the what border agent no, got shot listen, from this the point is don't see the, Dems, the point is never mind. I just made something up. No, I, mean, I didn't on. make it up. What, what you say? Border agents. We've had shot. border agents shot, okay. killed. I'll o- Google. Over, I'll Google. No, right. Of co- over the course of thirty years, I'm sure well, that's true. But but we haven't okay. had an immigration policy in thirty years. Yeah, but that's you're talking apples and oranges, no, I'm right? Not. A border wall is not immigration policy. It's not. You and I, we've talked about this before. Our immigration policy is in huge need of reform right we should have a worker visa program for immigrant workers we ought to be able to figure this out the border wall doesn't solve our immigration policy problem at all right and it assumes you have these mass hordes storming across our border which isn't true either in fact you know the illegal border crossings have fallen over the last year or so we do now have a growing humanitarian crisis right the the collection of you know border agent shot at 
Yeah. In okay. tw- in 2018. There you go. How many? Uh, September 9th. Well, the one shot at. <laughs> so uh, a man was open fire on a U.S. Border Patrol agent who is just fine in a marked patrol vehicle near the U.S. Mexico border. Uh, that man had been deported and was living <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> I'm and look. Don't get me wrong. I that's a tough gig along the border. I'm not at all. Making light of. Not at all, right. How but, do you both feel, though? You know, Trump is saying that he may do an emergency, uh, you know, mandate and essentially go ahead and build this wall without. That'll end up in the courts. Yeah, I don't I don't really, look, I'm, I'm You don't think he'll a, really do that? I think he might do it tonight. He, he, well, he's going to make his case for it, I think, and I'm hardly a constitutional scholar, but I think it's, it's, I don't, I think constitutionally it's a real struggle. But this gets us back to where we started. The five billion is nothing. It's nothing, right? In the overall but, U.S. But, budget. But Sarah and I have talked about this, and I don't remember exactly when it was. But a year ago, eight months ago, Trump had that open press negotiation with the Dems and the Republicans about immigration policies, and they were moving in the right direction, or so it appeared. Okay. Dreamers would get to stay. They'd come up with. You know, the, a, a path to citizenship for, for the 13 million or whatever the number is. And he would get money for board. That's when he was saying, you know, the wall isn't real. It's a metaphor, right? That right. was when he was talking. Right. Wall's a metaphor for border security. And I believe it was Diane Feinstein who killed it because, or, or I believe the courts ruled against him on the Dreamers, on DACA, well, so they pulled away. That's right. But look, you had a solution two weeks ago. Trump said he would sign the the deal in front of him, and then he got pressure that his base wasn't going to like it, so he they yeah. had already the had The Freedom an Caucus agreement. put pressure on him. That's right, right, and he backed away. So he had already said he would sign, then pulled back. So now, And then once he said— Well, this goes back to my point. We've talked about this numerous times. The Dems, I give them a lot of credit. They are in lockstep, where— the Republicans tend to be all over the place. There's too many groups of Republicans, the moderates, the Freedom Caucus, and it just makes things much more complicated for the Republicans. You know, Lindsey Graham one day loves Trump, the next day he can't stand him. Right. It's all over the place. Well, as as we've said before, Trump's hardly a Republican either, which well, I agree doesn't with that. really help. I, I mean, agree with that. Just At not, heart, he's not. You're right. Yeah. So, he wanted to do the Dreamer deal. He wanted to do the path to citizenship. Right. And um, now... I will say, if he wins the DACA court case, which will probably end up at the Supreme Court, then I think it changes the negotiation. Because I do think the Dems... Yeah, but that's too long. If we're... If the government's still closed by the time that case oh, no, gets I'm not resolved, saying, forget I'm not it. saying as a result. I'm talking <laughs> right. about immigration policy in general. Yeah, look, we... But we have... There's a... There's got to be... I think, actually, Bush had a much better solution, right? I, I do think you have to sort of grant amnesty for the 10 or 11 million that are already here... They're okay. here. Give them a give them citizenship, and then you have to come up with a workable. You're saying give it to them automatically, or have some sort well, of. Well, I'm fine with some. I actually, I should have started thinking about this before I started talking, <laughs> which is a problem for me. But no, I mean, there's got to be a way to grant that. Let's back grant some them steps. A pass, some steps right. to okay. get citizenship, right? right? And then you have to have a worker visa program for the seasonal or migrant workers that you need in the U.S. You, sure. you need them, and we should be able to figure that out. It shouldn't be that hard. And, you know, and so then you, and then you figure out a way to have people who want to come into the country do so legally. And I'm all for border security as part of that. I'm not at all saying we should have open borders. You know, you, we're, we should control who comes into the country. That's perfectly within our right, and we should do that. I, and I agree with your original premise he backed himself into the corner with the wall it should he's oh he always should have been talking border security various mechanisms to protect the borders right he would have been much better off he could have gotten a deal done with drones and all kinds of new technologies still looked humanitarian and got a deal done and he you know th- this is the end um right and, so and result Cal- of, Dan Coulter. No, yeah, uh, or, oh yeah you know, freedom caucus pounding him every day right you, you know, you, you, you know, and listen, his entire campaign was we're going to build the wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. Yeah. Which, well, right, which is, was never going to happen. Right. What, listen, one of the things about negotiating, right, is that you one of the keys to getting to a successful resolution is figuring out how to allow the other side to save face, if at all possible. Right. Of course, the other side has to be willing to let you to save let face. you Some help. Save face. But so I I don't know how you can have Trump save face here. And and it seems to me if you 
But do you think they're being obstructionist yeah. to him just because he's Trump? Of course, because he's Trump and he hung himself when he said, I'll gladly own the government shutdown, right? Of course they are, because they're still on the on the right side because he said he'd own it, so they're making him own but it. But separate from this particular political oh, yes, quagmire. Because he's Trump, yes. Yeah. It's clearly because he's Trump, right? Of course. Okay. I have no, I don't disagree with that at all. And sort of a side thing, I actually do f- feel really bad for the government employees who are, you know, not highly paid, who are single parents, who yeah. right. need the paychecks, yeah. I feel sorry, and for all the businesses that rely on our government workers. Who right? aren't going to get the yeah, furlough money Friday back. Yeah, this Friday will be their right? first. And, yeah. but and for like, the contractors who yep. don't get paid, right? I mean, the assumption is is that eventually everybody that's furloughed on the government side will get paid. Of course, you don't know that for sure, but that's the assumption. But... Well, listen, we, traffic, were talking, we were great. just talking in a meeting about, listen, people aren't buying cars. Right. Retail purchases aren't increasing. Right. right. And a lot of future commissions and so forth are all built in on the government being sure. open. So it does. It does. It it has serious clearly trickle down impacts effects. Our right, viewing so. area more than. Oh, sure. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I yeah, believe it was Virginia one, Maryland two, D.C. three and then California and. I feel, uh, you know, maybe Texas was was the fourth or the fifth most impacted most. state, um, and certainly DC is really impacted, being you know half federal, yeah, half oh, yeah. district. Look, and, the the traffic's been great. Oh well, it's been you know. I wasn't going to go on. Right. I didn't want to say that, but my commute is it's it's half an hour instead of fifty minutes, an hour plus. But I do. It really does. You know, I have a number of friends who are government employees furloughed, and you you do start to worry about yeah, right. How many you know, paychecks? Those, those bills don't stop coming due, right? Right. So it's. Uh, do you I, think through this though, maybe you know the some sidebar might be that we don't need twenty percent of the current government workers. Well, look, it's this. It's interesting, right? That becomes a real possibility uh, as to whether or not. I think that's a sure, right? And whether or not the government sector is bloated hard to tell the folks that i work with right at the fcc they're not overstaffed and they are they work hard and are responsive and our business relies on them so the fcc is pretty much closed they're yes they're closed they're one of the agencies that is not funded they have some um safety and other services that are open other things that are funded separately that are open but in large part they're closed what do you think about the tsa agents calling out sick I, they're not, I mean, I, how would you feel about going to work and not actually drawing a paycheck, right? The assumption is you're going to get paid. I read something that the, you know, it's usually 3%, it's 5%, so they weren't, I get it. That's, that's a stressful job. Every time I'm going through the line yeah, at the airport, right. I think, oh, t- you know, uh, so I, I, I get it. I, I, I think. I don't think they should, I guess, but I, I feel for it. I understand it. And cor- correct me. What do you think about it, by the way? I, I think <clears throat> I'm not a big um, call-out sick as a group type of guy, but I understand that if you're not being paid. To me, the assumption is you're going to be paid, so go to work. Why impact all these other people who may miss their flights and so forth and so on? I, you know. Yeah, it's a uh, hard one. It's a hard one. Uh, military is being paid, though. Right. As of, as of, right. So as it, of now. It, the whole government isn't shut down, right? It's a partial shutdown. It's shut a partial. Down, so, um, but it just happens to be some important parts of government that are shut Any down. Any final predictions for tonight? You know, all the networks have said they're going to carry Trump. He's going to do a speech at 9 o'clock. The Dems want some equal time after. I think it was just announced yeah, that but Nancy why, Pelosi is going to speak Why do they deserve after. equal time? Can we talk about that? Well, legally It's not or, a state of the union. Is that just the networks pandering to the left? It's not pandering. I mean, look, you could make an argument you shouldn't give Trump the Okay, the then don't time, give it to him. Right? So, look, but the I president think... has a right to ask for time. Well, okay, but he doesn't have a right to I'm it. Not, well, the cable channel certainly would have taken it, not necessarily the networks. Uh, look, I, my view is if you're going to let, in our in our dual-party system, one side have the microphone, you should give some the, rebuttal the, time. The last time that occurred was so, 2011. All right, right, but this is an unusual circumstance. So if he's going to make his case for the border wall, uh, you know, I think in fairness, you allow the other side to, to respond. And you're right, it's not a State of the Union, and in State of the Unions, the minority party gets an opportunity to re- respond. So why wouldn't you do that here? It'll well, be, it's, it's basically going to happen. I mean, right. you know, I think... 
most networks are going to carry uh, Pelosi as well. They're going to just delays right my after. newscast at ten o'clock. So well, so then then you can we'll we'll be ready to go at ten thirty with our immediate hot takes after it right <laughs> now. But it it oh. does make you wonder. One of the things I wonder about Trump now because he's so over the top with everything and just lies about everything. I know that's the heart. Yeah. Does anybody believe him anymore? Right. So, I mean, I don't you know, it's it's you wonder, you know, we always talk about this because obviously we live, let's say, more in a liberal area for the most part. Oh, and, well, in D.C. In for DC. sure and surrounding suburbs. So for no sure. one here does. But then you wonder, all right, what's everybody thinking in northern Michigan? You know, are, are there do they pay attention? Are they believing it? I saw some polls that said even many of them don't believe what he says, but they don't care. Right, oh, but that's so discouraging. But, so... but look, it's it's not really. You're upset. I look twenty percent or twenty five percent or what the number is going to be with Trump, no matter what. So be it. That's not enough to get anything done or to get him reelected, right? So then the question is, what happens with the rest of the voters, right? And and right. how are how are they? Patrick's dying I'm over dead. here, but um, <laughs> little uh, this guy needs a cough drop. We're gonna help him out. <laughs> I just swallowed a cough. I don't know oh, whether oh, I'm oh, killing oh. him or oh, swallow. Anyway, so so you can, you're never gonna change that, and that's okay. And so, but the question is, what does the constant but, but making things he, up? Here's what this. I feel like we're gonna be heading else. to the biggest hold, hold recession of all I agree. time. He does lie. There's no doubt about it. But it's interesting to me now. The, no matter what he says, it's automatic headlines that he's lying or, or, or he's being questioned. You know, listen, the Obamacare thing was a complete farce from day one, right? About you could keep your doctor, you could keep your health care, premiums are going to go down. Now, no one in the media, for the most part, questioned the veracity of the Obamacare results or plan, whatever. Yet, this guy says... Well, but wait. First, I, first, well, I don't think that's true. But second of all, Obama no, wasn't out tweeting that it's the greatest health care plan oh, ever. And he's he the wasn't? greatest president ever. But health care is no, actually something we need. Like a, an, I, a wall. So we don't need border security? No, I don't. We do, but we don't need this physical wall. It's bananas. There's so many people uninsured. You know, at least Obamacare was Listen, trying I to get us all covered. Listen, I have a podcast drifts, right? I think there was actual <laughs> coverage of what you would get and what you didn't. And there was a lot of oh, questioning stop. about whether or not you would get a lot of criticism because the the buy-in for Obamacare was huge. So it was like a lot of people were eliminated from the start. It was supposed to be affordable. It really wasn't. But it there looked, was criticism. Listen, I do There's, not think the government should be shut down over a wall. No. I, I, not, so, o- yeah. not, so over five, a, not over $5 billion. Well, come on. Or over a... a It's a metaphorical fight more than anything, which is probably the reason we're shut down, right? right? But if it's, this was it's for drones, like you said, if this was for drones, other other technical measures to protect the border and it was only five billion and we were shut down the dems would be taking more heat but because it's the wall which trump said he would own and mexico would pay for it. right so great negotiator there president All right. trump what other time? <laughs> um, all right, we have some sports stuff. You yes. know, over the holiday, uh, the Washington Post, many news outlets, uh, there were big exposés and deep dives into the Redskins organization that Dan Snyder, the owner, should never be given one more dime for a practice field, for a new stadium, for anything. Um, of course, the Redskins did not make the playoffs. Do you guys have any feelings on I, these articles? I agree 100% that public money should not go to Dan Snyder. Or... Uh, First, I don't think it should go to any team, never right. mind Dan Schneider. The, the the money in the NFL from the TV contract alone, these owners do not need any help funding stadiums and so forth. Oh, yes. Particularly a football stadium when you're really talking 10 to 12 events, assuming no concerts or, you know. Now, I will say the Dallas Stadium, which Jerry built on his own, there are, I'm sure there was some tax abatement right. and, and, and infrastructure for him. But that's used a lot, that stadium in, in oh, Arlington. Oh, yeah, for other games and, yeah. But, but listen, the, the Redskin value outside of the TV contract and being an NFL franchise is, is way down. The associations, the, the, just, just the, the feeling you get around this team – and um, I think it's going to be very difficult for for a Hogan or uh, um, a, you know, Mayor Bowser to, to to step up and give him some serious money for a stadium. 
But at the same time, do you want Virginia to have it versus Maryland? There should be no public money for a new Redskins stadium, period, right? And and I happen to But they gave D.C. United money. Okay. And and by the way, by the way, D.C. United, not to shift, D.C. United announced yesterday they're not going to be on over-the-air television. And everything is going to be pay-per-view. I saw saw that. That's a different conversation. Yeah, totally different. You asked me, by the way, what I do for the company. One of the other things I do is I do all of our distribution agreements, meaning, you know, when you watch us on Comcast or DirecTV or YouTube or You're really going to get some emails now. (laughs) I probably will, but I do all those deals is one of the things I do. So this is near and dear to my heart. So it's, that's another podcast, how the whole video landscape is changing. Oh yeah, yeah. But so back to the Redskins, right? No, and I agree with Patrick, no public institution should ever pay for any sports. And if you look at what happened in DC, right, Abe Poland built what is now the Capital One Arena with his own money, yep. right? And if you, that area, before it was, when did it open? 99, 98? Yeah. That was a wasteland. I know, right? right? And now. I, I, I agree with you about 80%, real quick, because I want you to weigh in on some. What about an arena like the Verizon Center, or now the Cap One Center, which is in downtown, you have 80, 120 nights of entertainment more. per year or look, more. Look, you can make an argument for that. DC restaurants are benefiting. Right, so look, DC yeah. ponying up for National Stadium, right? And that area now is starting to explode. Yeah. I think yeah, you can a- make you can make that argument. I still think that those owners make so much money when there are so many other public works projects that need to be done, whether it's infrastructure or teacher pay or whatever the case may right. be, that money could be better spent elsewhere. Although, like you pointed out, the Capital One Arena, tremendous expansion around there, Nationals Park. But for a football stadium yeah, that maybe gets used 20 times a year. I agree. Forget it. And, look, the it's an interesting – I think that the NFL, who is, you know, is done the – that came back this year, ratings were great this year. The in-game stadium fan experience is not good. No. Right, it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good, right? Yeah. And so – Well, it's not good here. Is well, it good but it's anywhere? Not, look, I went. So I'm a Broncos fan, as as uh, some of you know, and now all of you know. Um, and I went to the Ravens game when the Broncos were here earlier this year. And even then, that's not. And it's there. It's less expensive. It's a nice stadium. But I left the house at 10:30, got home at seven. Yeah, yeah it's a long it, and I afternoon. Just, and you're in the game. You don't. You're not seeing the highlights of. I will games. say I though, say, I spent three years in Philadelphia. The link in Philly is a hundred percent better from an experience standpoint than FedEx. You could take SEPTA right there. There's tons of parking. It's easy in and out. You have the Comcast Center there. You have the the Philly where the Phillies play. Right. You have the um, I can't remember who the Wells Fargo I think it is where where um, the Flyers play. It's all right in one location. It's it's built up. So there are there are some I look I don't disagree that there are markets where there are great game day experience. It's not here. FedEx is an awful place. It's hard to get to. And and I think Sarah, your question is well, what about the Skins as a franchise? Under they're 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 horrible, right? They don't win. They don't put an entertaining product on the field. They make questionable moves constantly off the field. Yeah, so tone deaf. Yeah, it's I I didn't grow up a fan. Um, my kids who were born here, two of them are closet fans. They don't like to admit it, but this is the team that's – and it's tough, Listen, right? They, it's just We've tough. talked about this. They lost a generation of fans in this market. You could see yeah. it through the ratings. Yeah. I mean, the Philadelphia-Chicago yeah. ratings in those home markets, even if the Redskins had made the playoffs, those ratings would have been half of what the Chicago and Philly – similar size markets, right? TV markets – they lost a generation. They lost my son, who's now a Saints fan. They lost, they, they, th- through ineptness, through yeah. ownership, through tone deafness, whatever you want to say. Over the years, they lost, they lost almost an entire generation of fans. Yeah, they have. Yeah, it's been interesting to read those articles over the yeah, holiday. Yeah, no, look, Sally, I, Sally Jenkins was, wrote one of those articles, yeah. and she. But you should read everything she writes. The ten people that are listening, to this go read. Says she She's killed terrific. them. She kills the U.S. Olympic Committee on the gymnastics. Oh, oh my yeah, oh, God. We've mentioned her on this podcast she several is, times. She should have come on because she's great. 
she really anyway kind of but the uh, it's it's unfortunate to see a once proud franchise right wither, right that people right? loved yeah yeah i mean listen even when i was a kid growing up in denver i could remember the late game right with the Cowboys and the Redskins in RFK, and just it was spectacular. Well, and it right? also it used to be just, you know somewhat but, family affordable. I mean, yeah. now it's ins- even with but them. What losing is it the about the Redskins that's different? To your point, Joe, you're a big football fan. The Cleveland Browns didn't win for what twenty five years. I mean, they finished five hundred this well, year. Well, and they lost their team, right? I look, but I don't, I think just, fa- the passion in Cleveland seems to still be there. Well, now it certainly came back this year because right. look, a lot of it goes with the quarterback, right? If you've got a franchise quarterback to get behind, yeah, we thought a we had it with RG three. Well, a lot of it is apart. optimism, right? Listen, RG three's rookie year here really was picked. It was electric, right? right. The play by play guy. I remember the call called the you know electric and that's what he was there really was lightning in a bottle yeah. but what well, i mean the redskins franchise was one of the first ones i mean dan snyder raised prices for everything from jerseys to seats oh, to be yeah. i mean i think you only can ask people you know you go to cleveland you go to some of these other places not all the seats are affordable well, listen, but i still listen, think listen, i'm a raider fan which another reason why joe and i do <laughs> not get along how can that be possible and i feel similar to where redskin fans are Right. Right. The team's moved multiple times. They're going to move again. Al Davis was once a proud owner, and then I think you know he's lost it. I, I don't think he, you know we're paying John Gruden $110 million. We'll see. We'll see if he can turn around the franchise. But the Raiders... Doesn't look like it. I know. The Raiders are <laughs> similar great. in terms of... I saw a guy with a Las Vegas Raiders jersey oh, shirt on. I almost took a picture and sent it to you. Should have bought me the shirt. <laughs> I should have taken it right off his back. What else? Right. Right. All right. So, so. Um, some final topics. Women's marches. Uh, the Women's March is well, January 20th. We're not going to talk about Patrick's favorite congresswoman. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. We've got it. She was on 60 Minutes. What are your hey, thoughts? I mean, were you listen, moved? No. <laughs> well, I was moved to something. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. What do you, you know, out-of-the-box thinker? Sure. No, she's not. Well, she's got to she, get some she's facts a, down. She, she's she's, she's, yeah, I mean, she's got to get you know, some facts down. She's loose on the facts, <laughs> but you know. Listen, when you have Anderson Cooper called her out you have other democrats calling her out she's overstepping she has no facts she has she has superficial knowledge of the issues um she's scary she's just she's just flat out why is she scary her her thought her listen i am anti-progressive thought process you know that right from a certainly from a financial standpoint you know call for 70 80 percent tax rate get you got the new government 70 percent over you, ten million. Let's you got get the, the facts. You right got here. the new uh, California governor, who you know we're going to make the entire state sanctuary. We're going to free everything and blah. Like, where are they getting the money? Where the Los Angeles well, like County, said, the Los Angeles County getting... school system is going to go on. Thirty thousand teachers are going to go on strike because they don't have the money, and we're going to just keep giving people things and giving. At some point, this is going to come to a head. And listen, you either believe in socialism or you don't. I don't. Uh, do you think she's total socialist, though? I don't think she's completely. Look, so she, I actually, so Patrick, when we are uh, not rolling, Patrick will say, I love Trump, love Trump, love Trump, right? He doesn't really <laughs> love Trump, but that's his thing. So yeah, I don't. I'm not I a fan, but, but I, I, I love her. She's just, it's spectacular, right? It's because great TV. It is great TV. In some ways, she's a counterweight to Trump. I found it, I found it. It stunned me that they, you know, they released the video of her dancing on the yep. rooftop right, when right, she right, was right. in college, and the people that did that thought that that would somehow discredit her. Like that was spectacular. But having right? said that, that's a great. I'm glad you brought that up. Right. It Stop. had been proven though. All these media outlets were saying, and bloggers and so were saying, conservatives ridicule her dancing. There was not one conservative well, who ridiculed her dancing. It was the New York Times had a, I believe the New York Times had to do a retraction. Maybe not. There was somebody. But, uh, but the. The, as I understood it, the release was, you know, was to discredit her, and it was that was foolish. Right, it Listen, didn't work. Yeah. She she doesn't help her cause when she says the facts don't really matter. Of course they matter. But look, you you there is a discussion to have, and I've actually raised it before on the pot podcast about wealth distribution. Right, so you would think I work for the Washington Post, but Pearlstein wrote a column in the business section on Sunday that talked about one of the owners of of uh, one of the investment firms here who made $785 million last year. Oh, my God. Right? How much did he pay in tax? Well, it's I don't. I, but the point is, is that 
It used to be the argument for capitalism was I made it, I sold it, I deserve to keep this, right? But you were selling things, food, tomatoes, products. Finance firms like that aren't selling anything. They're trading paper. And so there's so so the question is, look, you so you have this huge wealth gap. Right. And so you could take it out up. You could make it because unbridled capitalism. Greed isn't really good. either, I agree. Right. So the question then becomes, all right, so how do you solve the problem? And, you know, her proposal is to do a 70 percent tax rate on everything made 10 million dollars or over. Right. I don't think that's a good idea necessarily, but the question of how should we, part of what, the reason you do regulations or taxes in person is to, I mean, the reason you do it as a country and not have uncontrolled capitalism is so you redistribute some of the wealth. Right, right. And, you know, you've got to support certain public functions, whether it's health and safety or schools or whatever it is. Agree 100%. So she's not very good at doing it but it's too bad that we couldn't talk and i look i think she's great she's a fresh new face she's a counterweight to trump yeah i like it May, you know maybe she'll come around i don't agree with her policies at all but she listen no, but she I struck agree. a nerve right? i do agree yeah with yeah you. she has she and has. i don't I, know I if like the her. number's 10 million or 20 million or 100 million but to your point somebody making two three four hundred million dollars if they're not creating jobs now, an owner of a financial institution who created it himself, like a Charles Schwab, now I don't know if he still owns it or nothing, where you have you know thousands and thousands of employees, right. I'm not as opposed to someone like that making three, four, five hundred million dollars. Oh, look, but again, listen, it's it's all, you know, the capital, the argument is, is that the money goes where it's needed the most and most efficient. That's not really true, right? right? Because listen... We tend to award our athletes and movie stars and others tremendous amount of money, and you can make an argument about what they actually do for society. Yeah. Right? Especially Look, the, Cody Parky Parker. But right, the, <laughs> by the way, the other side of that argument, which is I think the point that Patrick was trying to make, is part of the problem with the, the policies about, well, let's do this, Medicare for everybody, free college for everybody. The true cost of that is never included, right? It's the sale price. Yep. And so if you were honest about what it cost— and then you could decide, well, is this something we value and do we want to pay for it? Right. And so how do we pay for it? But if you pretend like it's not going to cost anything, yep. that's where you get into trouble. And that's where socialism, because they want to give everything away, but they don't want to actually pay for it. And that's the problem. How do you pay for it? And listen, the Republicans are guilty, too, with the tax cut. Right? Ah, it's great. We'll give everybody their money back. But I don't know, I don't know the number of the debt increase, but that... So right, if right. we had honesty in the cost of whatever you wanted to do, you could debate it and decide, okay, let's pay for it or not. L- last thing I'll throw out, you do have to give his administration or him or some of his policies some credit for the job market, the manufacturing market. The December numbers were off the charts. I mean, you even had MSNBC talking about how great the 312,000 jobs about 150,000 more than they expected. The manufacturing production numbers were the best since 2002. He's two years in. You, you, and to your point, the tax cut, yes, increased the debt, but is it helping to create some of these jobs? Is it helping to create some of these you know, manufacturing jobs, these higher paying jobs outside of the retail sector? Now, listen, a lot of manufacturing jobs are struggling because of the tariffs, right? So there's some good and some bad that goes along with well, it. So. Listen, I, I agree. I'm not debating it. But to, to say he should deserve no credit at this point for See, any of this? I find it hard to give him credit because I feel like why? markets why? are cyclical. No, I feel like no. that groundwork the job is market, laid. Listen, the jobs, jobs. You, you uh, we don't know the ramifications s- yet, though, of tariffs. So, so, so I listen. think it's going to so be really so he only gets So he only gets the negative no, and none so of the positive? I, look, I think it's tough. He has actually done some things that have been good. You don't... Like what? F- well, look, I think, I think you know, some of the tariffs are helpful. Some of the... I think the tax does help. The... Ju- the, I think just the taking improve- on China, being the first president in... Well, there are problems with there's that. There's problems, but, but at least he's willing to do it. Now, he may not have all the strategies lined up, but at least he's willing to do some of these things to try to 
spur the economy and some other things that others weren't willing so the, to do. The economy really started to bounce back in what, 08? Oh, right? here we After go. The Obama. No, this no, is no, Obama. My point is, I, I, I know. See, as everybody assumes, I'm actually <laughs> fairly conservative. I'm just not. Well, you know, what? I am, believe it or not. I'm actually a centrist. Yeah. It's true. Until Peggy gets you. No, she, my, <laughs> actually, my wife said something the other day that was so far right, I looked at her, and I said, what? And she said, you've, you've ruined me. I'm starting to sound <laughs> like you. It was great. It was great. Anyway, um, but the economy really started to improve, you know, a decade ago, and the stock market's rise did, has been on a tremendous the rise. GDP was stagnant and until Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump oh, stop. Trump tried to— It was. To, this is my Patrick move. Stop. When he, <laughs> I don't, you don't like right? when, he, when he doesn't so like when I don't like when he's just like, stop. Yeah. No, but, but so Trump's problem there again, too, is he started bragging when the, when the Dow was at 27,000, which, by the way, is not the right measure. But anyway, of course. But not. when it fell five thousand points, well, it's the same sort of thing. If you're going to brag about it, when and that, and the president has a limited impact on the economy. Some of the things they can help with, some of the things not. Patrick rolls his eyes, but it's true. I, I mean, policies help; they don't. But it's two years is too short a time to figure out how much of it has had to do with Trump, how much of it is cyclical. We don't know. I mean, we won't be able to tell until we can I, look back several listen, years. From I now. get that, but at least at least put out the fact that some of his policies could they be, be resulting no, they, in no, some of the positive there's no, numbers. There's no, right? I don't just disagree give me that. that. You don't no, even don't, get that. I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I know you're not. What I'm just boring, saying. What a boring podcast click. A lot of agreement. Up, a lot of agreement. All right. So uh, last story. You know, what's the FCC compliance with this? If you want to name your Vietnamese restaurant, oh, Pho King Great. No, Pho. That's how you pronounce it. Let's get it right. Pho. It's pronounced F-U-H. Pho. Pho. King, King. Great. great. What's the deal? You're, I mean, you're our FCC, FCC attorney. Come on, so, what's the deal? Look, you mean if we did a news story about the <laughs> restaurant called Fucking yeah, Great? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? How do we have to run it? So my my advice. Do would you want to be, get in the background? Sorry, New Hampshire. Yeah, let's right, give so, the background. So restaurant in New Hampshire. It's a female business owner. She wants to open this Fa restaurant. She got approved for the name, by the way. Right. I guess the the Fa spelled P H O. Oh, but right. it's pronounced F U H. <laughs> and she wants to spell it P-H-O-K-E-E-N-E. Great. And the, the issue comes over her putting a sign up Classic. without Love it. the right compliance. So they didn't want the or, sign. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. So now she's, they've got a hearing coming up. Uh, she's essentially you know, going to contest this. And New Hampshire, the district where she lives, says, look, we, we want to support her. We're looking forward to eating there. But she really messed up by putting the I sign up. I want to fly up. to New Hampshire and eat there. What, we're not sure about the name. What do you think? So I, I was thinking about this on the way i actually when patrick sent me the story i laughed i thought it was funny but then that's my sophomoric 13 year old side coming out right at the end of the day do you want to name your restaurant something that is going to upset no some... one's upset oh Who's there's upset? come, come on, on i where, where are we going for lunch fucking great <laughs> <laughs> right I, it's hysterical keen great by the way though it better be great <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I was the restaurant. I would fucking great. So, so the answer to your question is, I would say they could put the name of the restaurant up there, but we, I wouldn't. I would advise not to pronounce the name if you would want my. Official so, if they were buying advice. advertising on okay. the uh, New Hampshire TV station, you would advise not to say the name. Probably. Okay. Could put the name. Uh, <laughs> probably put the name up there because uh, yeah, it's it's spelled P H O. Right, oh, but you know, yeah. you can't say it the right way, the uh, correct way. Which is an aside. My <laughs> philosophy is that's all idiotic, right? You should talk. Listen, you see it all the time, right? When you have the mics in the stands and they catch up at live events, people talk the way they talk. Sure, so yeah, they, they curse. Well, what, do you, real quick, what do you think about the don't... congresswoman calling Trump a mother effer? So, uh, I. I I, I wish and Pelosi's response. Well, Trump said worse. I well, don't think he's ever called somebody a mother. Yeah, effort. but he said you could grab him by the pussy and other okay, things. Before like he that. was a political candidate. Well, he hasn't. He has been equally True, as bad while is, he's been. So my answer is, I think that all of those leaders should lead by example and should try to rise above. Right. I don't think she should have said it. But I don't think Trump should say most of the things he says. Right. Do you think right. we should Either. be talking as much about impeachment 
based on not having any evidence at this point well, I, that look, he I, should be impeached. That's a, I think that's a mistake for the Dems, right? And I think you got to wait to see what happens. So no, I don't think I don't think they should. I she's speaking to her base, right? right? I uh, should she have done it? No, well, she is actually was speaking to her child. Well, when she said it. I got well. That is her base, is it not? <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> by the way, Number one by fair. the way, I have said worse to my children. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I'm going on record. Right. I'm going on record. I think I did this morning, but anyway, <laughs> not um, Patrick's children, my own children. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Right. All right, so we got to wrap it up. Uh, this was our first podcast back of the new year. Joe, it was great to see you. Great to be here. I know I'm you never really argue back. like enough. I mean, I'm looking yeah. for like a real show. Well, down. you got it. We never too friendly. Sorry, I had a little. I had a. I had a. See, I have a little cough is, here, so I've been I have, like hesitant in, to go in. I have been persuasive with Patrick over the last nine months, and it's good to welcome home, Patrick. Good to, <laughs> good to, good home. to have you in the house. Yeah, welcome <laughs> home. Climb the wall. I like the preacher here. Like, yeah. Climb the wall. That's oh my right. God. Uh, Patrick, right. where can people follow you? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. We're not giving out your info, no, Joe. They already no, they Google you. You can listen. You can you can find me if you Google me. Other people do, and they yell at me about Fox program. But I don't social media because I just don't. Cause yeah, because you're, you're ancient. As, as I've said, no. As I've said before, to protect myself. So, Sarah, real quick before we, what's yes. your uh, New Year's resolutions? Do you um, have one? I never really make any new. I, I always I said this. I was it's saying to way, our right? news director Paul McGonigal. I'm like, I don't think I achieved any of my goals in 2018. Yeah. So I'm rolling them over. <laughs> like yeah, I'm just like, well. <laughs> like, I mean, right? I you think said, it should be like a two week resolution because that's the about same every year. Lose 20 pounds. It's my new. Year. No, you know, year. is that going for you? Right? No, I haven't lost weight in 10 years. Are you? Oh, well, that's good. You're stable. You're I'm stabilized. Though. That's You're stable. I love myself. I, I'm, I'm, that's one of mine. Keep with the. What about you, Patrick? Do you have one? I really don't. No, I'm not a resolution no big, guy. Like, no. I know. Me neither. Joe, anything going on in your? Speaking of being proud of yourself, so we went away internationally. I will say one thing for for international uh, beachgoers: they don't care. They wear what they want <laughs> on the beach. They don't care what's All showing. Out. Talk about positive and you know body. What? I give them credit. They 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 love their body, wearing it proud, or not, or it, not wear it, whatever or not it wearing. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. So, yeah, it was great. Um, I mean, my it's always to try to be healthy or whatever that. So my wife oh, and I yeah. actually we started taking a Tai Chi class. Wow! Oh, that sounds which, amazing. And th- by the way, this is the reason I don't. Is that post. a cooking class? Yeah, funny, right? <laughs> so my wife posts on oh, Facebook that, awesome. that we took a Tai Chi class, and immediately all my friends that are on my so-called friends start making fun of me on my wife's oh i would love to see that i wonder how you know is he graceful i wonder what he looks like when he so then people started posting pictures uh, on my wife's facebook page of what it would look like having me do tai chi some, right like, so right, i have great friends right yeah, so geez. but it was great i loved it actually um and uh so it's always to try to by be the way your 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 resolution should be to look like your emoji I, you know what I, I, I had my <laughs> emoji. You have a bitmoji. I, I do. Yeah, a bitmoji. I, I, I had my wife actually redesign it because, it, and so it doesn't look any better. I'm no. just so unique. There is What'd no the first bit more. one look like. I mean, yeah, because uh, you've Patrick, got a lot of like right. no hair on top. I have a, a good, lot of. I will say hair. I do have a very Patrick, good. Patrick's is very good. So I, my position on that they is have I'm my so unique. You can't copy me. So it helped. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, Thunk. We will see you you guys next week. Uh, Joe, always so good to have you here. Fellini Perspective on Facebook. You can uh, follow along. Suggest any topics. And where can people follow you, Patrick? Patrick GM, Fox 5. Okay, bye, guys.